Welcome to the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast. Welcome back to the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and this is episode number 31 of the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast. For those of you who are returning, welcome back. If this is your first time listening to the podcast and you kind of stumbled on to us, what can you expect from this podcast? Well, this is a hockey card podcast that only lasts about one period long or about 20 minutes, give or take. So whether this is your first time or you're a returning veteran, you're in for a great episode in episode number 31. What can you expect from episode number 31 of the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast? Well, first we'll discuss some NHL news. Then in our second segment, I figured with the All-Star break coming up, we'd go back and look at some early year predictions when it came to young guns and kind of see where we stand as far as those predictions are. In our final segment, we'll take a look at some players' Young Guns cards who are currently under $20 and that we think are going to increase, especially in the second half of this season as we get closer to the NHL playoffs. So we have a great show in store for you today. So make sure you have your skates laced up nice and tight. You have a fresh layer tape on that stick so you can pop in a couple of goals and you know what's about to happen, people. That's right. Let's get right into it. But before we get right into it, just a quick reminder that the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast is by no way, shape, or form a financial advice podcast when it comes to hockey cards or trading cards in general. This podcast is meant for entertainment value only, meaning that you should be entertained listening to a fool like myself give my opinions about hockey cards and what they're going to do. Now let's get into the episode. So kicking off our first segment, let's take a look at some quick NHL news and what's been going on in the NHL in the past week. Starting things off on a little bit of a negative note, Canadians Brandon Gallagher is suspended for five games for an illegal check to the head of Islanders Adam Pellick. Now, if any of you have seen this, it wasn't too pretty. So hopefully those five games fly by and Gallagher's back on the ice because that's not the type of player he is through his history. Next, longtime veteran of the NHL, Zach Parisi, has signed with the Colorado Avalanche. I think this is a great signing for the Colorado Avalanche. Zach Parisi is a great depth player when it comes to the NHL. He'll be a perfect fit on lines, I'd say three probably for the Avalanche, maybe two. And he's also one of those guys you can throw out on the number two power play or will be a great tool for their penalty killing when we get to the rest of the season, especially in the NHL playoffs, because he's been there before on a number of different teams. So he'll have a lot of great experience to bring to the Colorado Avalanche. Next, Owen Tippett agreed to an eight-year, $49.6 million contract extension. You know what? Good for you, Owen Tippett. We like to see you make the money, especially with the Philadelphia Flyers, who will be a good team again 
just not in the near future. Sorry about that, Flyer fans. I just watched the Flyers-Bruins game, and yeah, you guys need a few more years to kind of get things going, but don't worry. Torts will get you there eventually. You just got to figure some things out. Next on the positive side, Corey Perry has signed a deal with the Edmonton Oilers. Now here we go again. Here's a team that's adding veteran depth to their club, especially as we get closer to the playoffs is when this guy's experience will pay off and he'll be a top producer for the Edmonton Oilers in those, you know, dirty, gritty moments. He'll be a great power play guy. He'll be a great penalty kill guy. He's just a great all-around player, and he will fit in nicely with those Edmonton Oilers. And sadly, here we go again, Flyer fans. The Flyers grant Carter Hart indefinite leave of absence for personal reasons. So here we go. We just need the Flyers to figure out some of their issues on their team internally, and we need them to figure this out because the NHL needs the Philadelphia Flyers to be relevant because they're such a great franchise through history, and we need them to be at the top of the NHL pecking order once again to make things interesting for each and every one of us. And there you have some quick NHL news. Now let's get into the thing you really came here to listen to, and that is hockey cards and hockey card values. All right, so the NHL All-Star Game is coming up uh, this week, which usually signifies the halfway point of the NHL season. So I thought it would be prudent for us to take a look back at some of our early predictions when it came to certain NHL players, and let's see where we stand as far as those predictions are as of this podcast. Let's start it off with three players that we kind of warned you against early on that you might want to kind of pump the brakes on before you just go investing in heavily. So the first player that we're going to take a look at is Lucas Reichel of the Blackhawks. Now currently Lucas Reichel's not having a great season at all. In 46 games he only has three goals and six assists. So he's struggling right now as are the Blackhawks as a whole. Now, how is that card doing as far as his Young Guns rookie card? Well, currently, as far as the 30-day time period goes, his card is down 12.5%. And you could currently buy one of these cards for about $4 US. So this was a player that we kind of warned you against, maybe need a little bit more time. Uh, they had the issue as far as, you know, you got Connor Bedard on that team, so he's going to absorb a lot of the spotlight and playing time. But again, keep an eye on Lucas. He's a solid player, and maybe he can turn it around this year. But he's definitely what we thought he is so far. But we'll see what happens to him in the near future. The next player is on the Montreal Canadiens, and that is Mr. Slavkowski. Yuroslav Slavkowski, as you heard us mention before, was again a player that we weren't too high on early on. Well, currently, after 48 games, Slavkowski has six goals and 13 assists for 19 points. So again, not too great a season with him so far. He is still very young. He's playing with some top players, but he's just not producing right now. And that's really actually showing up in his card value. His 30-day percentage increase or decrease is he's currently down 18%, and his card is still selling for about $30 US. Now people, I'm going to say it again. Be careful with this card because he needs some more time to kind of grow into the NHL. And I think this card's going to keep going down unless he turns things around the second half of the season, which I, I don't really see. 
But this will be a player that I definitely keep my eye on, say, for next year or definitely the year after. And the last player we're going to discuss here today, Vancouver Canuck, Andre Kuzmenko, has kind of cooled down lately. Now, Andre's stats currently are he has 8 goals and 13 assists for 21 points in 42 games. Now, he started off really well this season, but has cooled off since then. How is that affecting his card value overall? Well, even though we warned you against him, his 30-day total has been up 5%, and the card is currently selling raw for about $10 US. Now, if you want to invest in Kuzmenko, again, a couple of things you want to keep in mind. He is an older rookie, if you would. If I'm not mistaken, he's 26 or 27 years old, so a little bit on the north side of that youth spectrum, if you would. And the Vancouver Canucks have a lot of great players that are soaking up a lot of the spotlight right now. You have to deal with Quinn Hughes and Brock Bestner and Elias Pettersson. Players like that are going to really, you know, absorb a lot of ice time and a lot of spotlight, which again will help their cards increase, but won't help Mr. Kuzmenko increase as much as maybe he should. So those were three players that we kind of, you know, threw up a little warning sign for you as far as what their Young Guns card's going to do this season. And most of them have lived up to what we thought. I think Kuzmenko's the one that's still a little on the edge as far as whether he'll be increasing or decreasing. But again, he is on a hot team. So that is definitely helping his card value. Now let's take a look at some players that we were up on when we said as far as investing goes in this upcoming season. First player who we thought was drastically undervalued, and we've mentioned his name a number of times over again, is Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche. Now at the beginning of the year, we strongly suggested that you invest in this player because he's been producing the last few years. He's really only had one year where he hasn't produced very well, and that's because he had some injuries to deal with. Currently, Miko Rantanen has 27 goals, 39 assists for 66 points in only 49 games. That's great stats for a card that should be higher than it currently is. Now, at the beginning of the season, you could pick up one of these cards for about $20 US. Well, in the last 30 days, his card has actually increased 15% is currently selling on average for $35 US. So we're seeing an increase in his raw car because either maybe people are starting to notice that he's producing year after year, or maybe it's all you people who are listening to this podcast going out and buying Miko Rantanen cards. Whatever it is, I still think Miko Rantanen is going to be a top player in the NHL moving forward. I would highly recommend picking up some Miko Rantanen cards if you don't have any currently. Next, we had a little bit more of a long shot player who's doing pretty well so far. And that is the Minnesota phenom on defense, Brock Faber. Now, Brock currently has four goals, 25 assists for 29 points in 48 games. He's picked it up recently where he's had a number of games with assists. So he's really starting to figure out his NHL game even when the Minnesota Wild have been struggling up until this point with certain games with injuries to their superstar, Kaprizov, and Matt Boldy hasn't figured it out yet either. So it's nice to see a little glimmer of light from Brock Faber, who is a defenseman. Now in the last 30 days, his card is up 14% and is currently selling on average for $25 US. Now people, I'm going to say it again. You have to be a little bit cautious when it comes to defensemen because if he goes into a little bit of a drought, that card goes south pretty quickly. 
just like goaltenders, as we've mentioned. Defensemen and goaltenders are the most volatile in the NHL hockey card market. But he is a young player, and if he can continue this for the rest of the season, and Kaprizov and Boldy and even Marco Rossi can kind of figure things out, I think they're going to have a nice nucleus of players moving forward, and this card will increase to the levels of possibly, I'd say, like a lower Adam Fox, if you would. I think he can be a good player, produce offensively, but again, he's not going to be a stratosphere guy like, say, Kale McCarr, Quinn Hughes. So Brock Favor is definitely a player that we are still looking to invest in for the rest of this season. And the final player who we told you to throw a few shekels on this upcoming season is the man in Detroit himself, Dylan Larkin, D-Boz Larkin is a player that we mentioned to you we thought was undervalued for the type of player he is. Now currently, Dylan Larkin has 20 goals, 24 assists, 44 points, in 42 games. Now again, this isn't a math podcast, people, but that's a point per game. And that's what you're looking for as a starting point for players in the NHL that are good investments. Now in the past 30 days, his car is actually up about 12% and is selling on average for about $20 U.S., At the beginning of the season, you could pick up a Dylan Larkin raw young gun for probably $10 and maybe even under at times depending on the eBay auction. So there you go. The three players we mentioned at the start of the season we were cautious on and it's somewhat has been reflected in their value so far is Lucas Reichel, Yaroslav Slavkowski, and Andrei Kuzmenko. But the players who we were up on or high on at the beginning of the season, Brock Faber, Dylan Larkin, and Miko Rantanen are definitely coming through for us as far as their card value and their NHL play. Now, I don't want everyone to think that, well, he just picked the ones that were winners for him and, you know, no losers. Well, guess what? The next time we do this, there's going to be some very bad losers that we have on there that I predicted would be higher cards. They just didn't make this episode, but it's coming, people. Don't worry, it's coming. You will have the egg on my face episode in the very near future as far as our predictions before the start of the NHL season. Seeing how we just did a segment on the beginning of our season as far as some cards we told you to invest in, you know what? Let's continue that now and let's do three players whose Young Guns card raw is currently selling on average under $20. And let's see if we can find some gems in the rough, if you would, that we could either turn and flip or we could then send a PSA if we get a PSA 10, we're going to make some nice money with those players. So when I came up with this list of the, let's say, three players who I think you might want to take a look at investing in for the rest of this season, a number of things come into play when I give out these names. The first foremost thing that I want to say is, people, use the eye test. Watch some games. Watch some of these players and see how they're performing within the game. I'm not saying they have to score or have a ton of points, but are they involved in a lot of the team's play? Are they on the number one power play unit, hopefully, or at least the number two? Are they a top line, a second line player? How much time are they getting? And then look at their stats as far as how they've been performing. And that's what I've done with these players to kind of say, I think since the beginning of the season... These players have picked it up in a number of these categories. I think they're going to be higher values at the end of the year if they continue this. So the first player we want to mention in that category is Carolina Hurricanes' Seth 
Jarvis. Now, currently, he's playing very well for the Carolina Hurricanes, who have kind of turned things around a little bit. In 47 games, Seth Jarvis has 15 goals and 21 assists for 36 points. A little bit under that point per game level, but he's picked it up recently in the last week or so, and those goals and assists have been piling up. Now, right now, you can get raw Seth Jarvis Young Guns cards for about $6 US. Now, that's a great price for a guy who's a top contributor on a team that's going to contend for a Stanley Cup. Now, currently, Seth Jarvis's PSA 10 pop count is only 320. And if you listen to this show regularly, you know that a pop count under 1,000 is a great place to be, especially for a up-and-coming player because the market hasn't been saturated yet with PSA 10s. Now, Seth Jarvis's PSA 10 is currently selling on average for about $70 US. But here's the interesting part to this whole equation. His card has gone up 94% in the last 30 days. So the market's starting to react to Seth Jarvis's play. And I think this is a guy who, again, plays for a Stanley Cup contending team and is one of the top guys on that team as far as he plays with Sebastian Ajo. He's on the top power play. He's on the ice a lot and he's contributing. So again, a lot of great signs are going to help us to make this purchase an easy one. Not only that, let's do the math. If you can pick up Seth Jarvis raw young gun card for about $6 US and with the new PSA submission price of about, was it $15, $19, whatever it is now, I mean, you're only going to be into this card for like $20 to $25. And if it's currently selling for $90 US in a PSA 10 form, that's a nice little profit. But again, you have to know what you're looking for as far as how to grade this card correctly, as we've talked about in other episodes. But still, it looks like a solid investment on a player like Seth Jarvis. If you want to get into his raw card for $6, possibly get a PSA 10 that you can sell right now for about $70 US. So with our first pick, it's Seth Jarvis of the Carolina Hurricanes. Next, let's go back to Minnesota and let's talk about a player I mentioned before, and that is Marco Rossi. Now, Marco Rossi's Young Guns card currently, you can buy for about $10 US. Now, here's the interesting part. Marco's picked it up. He has 13 goals, 15 assists for 28 points in 48 games. His PSA pop count is only 322. So just like Seth Jarvis, low pop count, which is a great thing. But check this out. His current selling price for those PSA 10s are about $120 US, which is up 20% in the last 30 days. So just for the same reasons we mentioned with Marco, I mean, I'm sorry, with Seth Jarvis, Marco Rossi is doing the same thing. He's playing on a top line. He's playing on the top power play. He's got a lot of minutes on the ice and he is performing. Here's another guy you can get for $10 raw US, potentially get a PSA 10 with a low pop count, and you know what that means, people. That means bank for your buck when it comes to the Marco Rossi Young Guns. For our final player, let's take a trip down south where the weather's a little bit warmer than, say, up in Minnesota, but the player we're going to look at is on the Dallas Stars, and that is Rupe Hintz. Now, Mr. Hintz is really starting to heat up. In 46 games, he has 22 goals and 24 assists for 46 points. So, again, not a math podcast, but hold on. Carry the two. Yep, that's a point-per-game player. And he is really 
been hot lately. And sadly, I don't think a lot of people in the NHL are taking notice of this. Now, Rupe Hintz's raw young gun card is selling on average for about $14 US. But let's go to his PSA 10 and see how that's doing as well too. Rupe Hintz's PSA 10 pop count is a little higher than the other two. He's sitting at 684 which is still under that 1,000 card threshold. And they're selling on average for about $55 US. Now, in my opinion, that's too low for this card. If a guy like Seth Jarvis is making a $70 value and a Marco Rossi is making a $120 value for his PSA 10 Young Guns card, how come Rupe Hintz, who is a proven commodity in the NHL, is only at $55 US? There's a question for you people. Now this car has actually gone up 28% in the last 30 days and that has to do with how he's been producing. So here's a player I really want to shine the spotlight on because again, here's a guy who plays for a team, the Dallas Stars, who are pretty well known in their area and have a lot of great collectors. They're a team that's on the winning side of the standing so far and they're also a team who have been predicted to contend for the Stanley Cup. And he's producing, again, a point per game. Alongside guys like Jason Robertson, he's really doing well. So again, why not jump in on this guy for either, as we mentioned, $14 for the raw card, or even better, go out and buy some PSA 10s like I've done recently for $55 US. I'll tell you right now, once the playoffs start, this card's going to be at least a $100 card if he even mildly produces. But... As of right now, he is our definite bargain of the week when it comes to PSA 10s or Raw Young Gun cards. If you're interested in making a couple of bucks, I would definitely take a look at Rupe Hints of the Dallas Stars. You know what? Before we end this podcast, I'm going to give you one more guy who I'm going to call like a bonus long shot. And what I mean by that is this is a player who I have watched who has been producing very well and is starting to gain some momentum, but it's going to be a risky play. Now I'm going to homer out a little bit and I'm going to call out somebody on my Boston Bruins who's been really doing well lately. And that player is Trent Frederick. Now, currently, you can get a raw Trent Frederick Young Guns card for about $5 US. Now, why would you want to do that, some people are saying. Well, let me give you some of Trent Frederick's stats. Currently, he has 14 goals and 14 assists for 28 points in 48 games. Okay, okay, I know he's not lighting up the scoreboard like, you know, some of the other guys are, but here's the interesting fact. At the beginning of the season, Trent Frederick was really kind of like a fourth-line player, maybe would jump up on the third line periodically, and that was about it. But since the start of the season, he's really turned his play around to the point where he's gone off that fourth line. They've actually been playing him more on the third line up into the second line, where he's playing with players who are helping him to either put the puck in the net or to get you know points through assists. His confidence is growing. They have him playing on penalty kills. And guess what? As of the recording of this podcast, when they played the Philadelphia Flyers, he was on the number one line, and he performed very well. Here's the other interesting thing when it comes to Trent Frederick. Now, we said you could get his raw card for about $5 US. Check this out. You might be asking, what is his PSA 10 pop count? Get this number. His PSA 10 pop count is only 10. So there are only 10 of them out there in this world that you can purchase. Now, what have they sold for in the past year or two that they've been out there? 
Well, here's the interesting part number three. As of August of 2022, the last sale was for $50 US. Okay, that's about right. If you're buying it for about $5, $10, that, that makes sense. But check this out. As of November of 2023, the last sale for this card was $143 US. I'm not saying you're going to get that price for it every time, but let's look at it. I'm buying a raw card for $5. If I get a PSA 10, that's number 11. There's only 11 of them or however many more get sent in after this. And they're selling for over $100 now because of their play. This is the sneaky play that I'm telling you people you really want to look into because it's got to go quick. Who knows if he's going to keep this up? Maybe he continues to go and that card value is just going to keep going higher and higher. But imagine if you could get a Young Guns card for $5, flip it into a 10 hopefully, and then sell it for over 100 that's the formula for success when it comes to buying and selling hockey cards. Buy low, sell high. I know I'm not the first person to come up with that. I think it's a rule you should all hear at least once or twice a day when it comes to hockey cards because this market is so volatile that when you can find a little gem in the rough like this guy and flip it for what it's selling for, it's definitely something you want to pay attention to. It's Trent Frederick of the Boston Bruins. And there's the siren to end the period and our podcast as well. We had a great period. We really produced today, people, and the coach is pretty happy for us. We talked about some quick NHL news. We looked at some players as far as that we predicted the beginning of the season to be cautious for. And then we wrapped it up with Young Guns Raw Cards under $20 that you could purchase now that I think are going to be a great investment moving forward, along with a bonus long shot of Trent Frederick. Before I go, I'd just like to thank each and every one of you yet again for coming out and listening to the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast. The analytics show us that more and more people are starting to tune into this and take a listen as far as hockey cards and hockey card content is concerned. And for that, again, I'd like to give you my sincerest thank you as far as taking the time to listening to this hockey card podcast. If you haven't already done so, give us a follow, give us a like, and put our name out there so we can get more people talking about hockey cards. So again, give us a follow, give us a like, put our name out there. We really would appreciate it. Also, if you have any topic you'd like to hear on the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast, or maybe a question you have, do what a number of listeners have done so far. Go to our Instagram page at Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Podcast. Leave me a message. Let me know what you think about the show. Maybe mention some topics you'd like to hear us talk about, as well as some questions you have. Or if you just want to show me some of your hockey cards, I'd be more than happy to take a look at them because that's something I enjoy doing on a daily basis. So before we wrap things up, here's just a little bit of something to think about. What I'd like you to do at some point today is go take a look at a card in your personal collection that you would never get rid of, sell, trade, what have you. I want you to remember why you got into this in the first place. It wasn't to make a buck, I'm pretty sure, but it was to collect some cool hockey cards. So, for the Top Shelf Cookie Sniper Hockey Card Podcast, I'm your host, Jay, and we will... 3, 2, 1... See you soon. <laughs>